of It's Not That Bad Podcast. I am Fern here with Dom. Hey, everybody. So, as you guys know, if you didn't know, I'm about to tell you, October's our favorite month. This whole, like, fall area is our favorite month. Not just what it holds, but also being an Arizonan, it's cooling down. It's before, like, you have to get to that weather. It's, like, it's not really cold. I mean, it's cold, but it's not, like, freezing. But it's just like, uh, I guess it's fine. Yeah. Because you know? we're Arizonans. We can complain about that stuff. Just like yeah. people complain about, you know what's 92 degrees outside? I wish it was. A few months ago, I wish it was It 92. was 90 today. And yeah. It's <laughs> um, well, that's like this morning. I walk outside um, and I'm like, it feels so crisp and like good. And you're like, yeah, it's the beginning of October. <clears throat> um, but yeah, also... Alongside with that, it is also our favorite because of, like, the horror and the scary and the spooky and all that all that jazz. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we try to do a little bit different here and there. Um, I think last year we kind of did comparing movies and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, it was, um, like, double-sized episodes where we did two reviews in each oh, one. Yeah, one on one side, one on the other. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, this month is no is no different. We're gonna try to do uh, kind of a little schedule, I guess. We're gonna try to hit like a kind of like a newer movie, maybe like a classic movie, mm. maybe like uh, maybe like just a streaming movie. Well, I guess that would be today. We'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah. Well, But we also have another surprise, I guess. Uh, Dom, take it away. <clears throat> yeah. So for this Halloween, what we are going to do, for anyone who's listening and who has listened or listens during this whole month, um, you will be a part of something that hopefully we can do going forward maybe each year. Um, hopefully if people are engaged with us in this uh this time we could see like kind of gauge from how you guys react to it like so what we're gonna do is it's not that bad giveaway so for this whole month if you listen to us every week of october um there will be a little bit of we'll give you something at the beginning of the of each episode that kind of gives you a chance to be entered into a drawing for um prizes at the end of the month so you just have to tune in each uh week uh or just listen to the episodes as they be the premiere or um even if you go down to the wire at the last week of october and you decide hey i'm gonna just like binge all the episodes that i have come out this month um and each each week um will get you a chance to not only put your name in for a drawing but there's also different ways to do it as well. So, first off, if you rate and review us, that automatically gets your name into for the drawing um, four times. So that's a rate and a review. Um, if you follow us on either Instagram or Twitter, um, that's your name in two times for each one for Instagram and, twi- and Twitter. 
if you message us on Gmail with there, there will be like a little thing at the beginning of each episode. We'll give out like, um, for this week, um, we'll, it'll have like either, um, something you have to like email us to, and we'll, we'll get your information there and we'll put your name in for the drawing. Um, if you retweet or you like, or you comment on Twitter or on Instagram, um, that gets your name uh, uh, in for the drawing. Um, if you recommend, <clears throat> if you recommend the podcast to someone else, um, if if uh, that person could just reach out to us and let us know that you recommended them this podcast, um, that's two for each of you. Uh, so hopefully, we'll try and keep track of everything. I'm going to try and keep track of everything uh, because. Bulk of this was like by doing it. I know Fernando's just like shaking his head. Um, but uh, hopefully, this goes down pretty good. You guys like it. Uh, maybe it gets you guys more excited. Maybe we can do this in the future a little bit more. I mean, who knows, right? Uh, so, like this this week, what we'll do is what are your favorite movies to watch for Halloween? So, if you want to go on a Gmail and message us, like some of your favorite movies that you watch during Halloween. That would be like a good, that would get your name in there. It's once for each week. Um, just to let us know what, um, how, like what movies you watch for Halloween. And if you're just as confused as everybody, don't worry. We'll try to make a post on Instagram and Twitter and stuff. <clears throat> and it, and we'll try to, Make all this stuff a little bit more clear. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know, because it's pretty late, and, you know, it's already confusing as it is. Yeah. But, yeah, it, we'll, we'll try to make things a little bit more clear, so don't worry, but be on the lookout. So make sure you follow our Instagram, our Twitter, so you know what's coming and whatnot. And that gets your name in for the drawing already right there. Well, yeah, that's true. And if you're already following us, all you got to do is just... Tell us, like, hey, I'm already a follower. That, we'll, literally, that's all you got to do. Uh, you got your name in. Maybe we'll give you an extra 10 points. Yeah. Because you're a ride or die. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but, you know, it's just, it's just a little giveaway, you know, trying to do maybe, like, movie gift cards and stuff like that, you know, something people actually want. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, just, just make sure you're listening. Follow us on our stuff. And, uh, yeah, every week, hopefully, you can... Uh, Try to win some some moolah and and uh, I don't know if I couldn't really follow, but uh, every week's gonna tally up to the end. Yes, and then uh, we're gonna do a drawing for every prize. Yes. So essentially, <laughs> if you're only one hardcore fan, which if you are, say your name, uh, there's a possibility you could win all four. Yeah. So you know. But also, you know, if you just want to try, you know, maybe just once or whatever, who knows? You could win that way either way. And, uh, yeah, I don't think that may, maybe maybe restrictions on just the U.S.? I'm not too sure yet. Yeah, it, we, we haven't fully worked everything out. But, I mean, if you are an international listener, like, well, well, kudos, well, well, I mean. Like, uh, we'll see. We'll kind of go over, like, what we got and then see if it's. Uh, Ackable to like somewhere outside of the U.S. Yeah, like, you know if it is like a, if it's a gift card that you can use, you know, in, you know in England or in Canada, and it's fine, then don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, and if not, and you win, maybe we can come up with a different prize. So, 
who knows? But uh, just keep listening as we're airing this out and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, let us know. Like you said, let us know what your favorite movies are, or maybe you don't. Maybe you don't watch movies. Um, for instance, uh, there was a couple years where we would let the trick or treaters go, and then they would have like those live ghost hunts and shit. So oh, we would really? just put, yeah, we, we would just put that on because it was like a, like a six or seven hour ghost hunt <laughs> hmm. and so we would uh we would just put that on and then you know have the trick-or-treaters come and go that's cool yeah but you know maybe do that or maybe maybe you're so scared of halloween that you're like oh i actually want to watch you know my little pony because i don't want all the demons to get me yeah <laughs> just let us know yeah because i mean that i mean that can count like you watch it every year for halloween but good luck and uh yeah, like I said, hopefully this turns out good, and it's just not one guy who wins all the prizes, and he keeps messaging us, like, hey, be our friend, and it's like, yeah, but you live in, like, almost nowhere Canada, and we'll think about it. It's just my, it's just my brothers and sisters. This is the fucking news. So, just the other day, Netflix officially announced the fourth season of Stranger Things. They released a teaser. Um, obviously, we really don't know anything about it. Um, all we know is that last season kind of ended with Russia and what Russia was doing, and we know nothing good comes from the Russians um, ever. And um, I mean, I, I'm excited still from season three. Season three was such a a great like season that it like. It's been carrying over since then to now, I feel like, to where it's like they were kind of not sure if they were going to do a season four, but I was like calling BS on that because I was like, it's too, one, it's too successful. And two, I, I feel like, like there's more to explore that they haven't got into that we can see, um, especially with like, how in season two we yeah we got um collie right that was her sister's name um so i i would be interesting to see like more of the experiments that they did and maybe there's a 12 <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> that'd be a twist yeah i mean uh pretty much expected yeah that you know there was going to continue where they continue though is kind of interesting mm -hmm. because you're right they they end it in a way where they can go multiple ways. They can they can literally tie up everything from last season, or they can continue to go in different directions and then not even get to what happened to like another season or two. Yeah, and it's crazy because they also like they split up the characters too. We also have a character who, um, like Dustin's girlfriend who lives in Utah. So it's like a whole other section of the United States that like we're not even t talking about yet. Like who knows, right? Like what if there's other experiments going on in Area 51? <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, it's it's cool. Like I thought last season was really good. Mm -hmm. um, I liked all seasons, but yeah. I, I can see like how... The second season maybe turned some people but off. I I still like the world building that they start. They tried to do with that. Yeah, one. I mean, but we appreciate that stuff. Not everyone yeah, does. I know. So I think that that's kind of where we're looking at it with uh, season four, is that they can have 
four or five different stories go on in the same mm-hmm. time. And technically, like four can be a filler, a filler season, and for that's, all we know, that's true. That's something that you brought up right um, after, or when we were like talking when we did like a little mini review, where like, what if they kind of sped up a little bit further down the line, and we got to see them a little bit older? Yeah, um, because they are they're all obviously growing, so they're not going to look like, oh no, only a year passed. It's like, then why do you look like you're seventeen <laughs> in the other in the other season? You're supposed to be. Twelve. <laughs> like his voice is all cracking. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like the end of it, you know, obviously spoilers. But the end of it, like, just my 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 thought was like, oh, David Harbor's in that the Russian mm. thing. Yeah, I don't even remember why I thought that, but that was the first thing I thought. <laughs> um, and then yeah, w- what they do. Now that they move, like obviously they're gonna see each other, like I said, but yeah. is the season gonna be them when they see each other, or is it gonna be them separate? You well, know. And then um, there's also characters that like they intro- like Robin and Steve. Their their whole dynamic, like I'd like to see more like that too. Like because I, I feel oh, yeah, like they kind of set it up at the end. Yeah, like I feel like see like that's just like such they they did such a good job. I think with the the way season three was. And it has so many possibilities. Yeah, and I think that's honestly why I said that season four could be a filler, maybe even season five, because, well, not necessarily like filler, filler, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, where it's they more... They could just divert... They could divert to, to show you, like, kind of how season two was. Yeah. Where they where... kind of showed you more of something that, you know, isn't necessarily they like... They could pull a... George R. R. Martin and split up um, the one book that he he did. It was um, Beast for Crows and the Dance of Dragons are technically one book, but he split it up. So you get part of like some character story, but at the same time, like the at the same time in the other book, it's like the other characters' side of the story. Yeah, side so, by side. Yeah. Uh, which yeah, we could we can honestly they could do that for season four and five like, or, cool. you know, just one. Like I think that the way that the, the season ended and kind of the fan base and hopefully the actors are towards this whole thing is that maybe they'll give them room to do stuff like that. Where we yeah. said, where we could show them in the future. Well, it comes about 2020. So yeah, maybe in this, in this uh, future, two years past. Yeah. Or, um, or yeah, maybe they're, they're in high school getting ready to graduate or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you could do so much and you can move the story any which way and still kind of continue what you did because just like in real life, not everything has to happen one after another yeah. after another. Like, for all they know, these consequences that they set up don't necessarily, you know, have to come to fruition until three, four, five, ten years down the line, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and and th- like I said, the maybe that they've done so well where they can even explore more where maybe the next season they kind of go one way but then they kind of take you back to somewhere else and you get to yeah maybe you get to really experience like like the MK Ultra stuff. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um yeah. or maybe yeah, maybe they can show you like hey, this is going on over here and none of these characters have no idea. Mm. Like the Russian stuff. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's really cool the, the the way that Stranger Things has has uh, landed right now, because they yeah, I think the first season was such a like shock, and everyone was like this thing's awesome. 
there's also that there's always that possibility where something like this could kind of falter and then just collapse. Yeah. But as much as I think people were wanting season two to be that, season three just showed like no, it just they knew what they were doing with that season mm. um, because they wanted to get here. Yeah, it's like I think we talked about it in our little review, but season two was more of a kind of like expanding out to just, so then in later seasons they can come back to like season three came back to the, about the Russian stuff, which they set up in season two. It's like you guys complain about it at the time, but then, (laughs) then it becomes your favorite later. So I don't know. I'm really stoked on it. You know, obviously it's only, I mean, it could be like all the way end of 2020, but either way, I'm stoked that it's coming. So a couple of set photos um, from the Eternals kind of teases um, some ancient alien stuff and some um, like Babylonian scenes. They were talking about how um, part of the scene they recreated the Ishtar Gate, which is completely gone in Iran nowadays. Like it, it was part of this whole like thing that was um, for like their their like gods. Um, like uh, what's what's the the Anunnaki is that who their their is that yeah. their gods and that's um what's his name the uh, Gilgamesh yeah, comes from like the whole Mesopotamia yeah so like I guess for for this they they have that like recreated and everything well like, yeah well that's kind of what I was hoping for with a lot of this stuff because that's one thing that got me excited for um, Apocalypse mm-hmm. when they kind of you know, handing out, like, oh, all that ancient Egypt stuff, but then they kind of just threw that away in the front first, like, yeah, five minutes, and it's like, oh, okay, well, fuck me. <laughs> um, and it sounds like that's kind of what they're doing here, is they're trying to tie in, you know, a lot of, like, the ancient aliens, but also, like, in the comics, like, you know, where these people came to Earth, mm. and they made these different people, um... Because um, I know that we're going to see some more Celestials um, in this. because I mean, obviously, because we're going back to the beginning of the MCU. Uh, more so than we've had before. And so... And I and the Eternals come from the Celestials, right? Um, experimenting, right? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I was kind of hoping for something like that. But, but the fact that they, you know... I think... I'm pretty sure we even talked about this. Where, like, they're tying in some of this ancient alien stuff. Yeah. And, like... You know, uh, prehistory, mm. you know, which is stuff that I'm super interested in. Anyways. Which is what they kind of started doing with, like, Thor, Thor? And, ca- and Captain America. Remember when, um, what's his name, um, Red Skull goes to the, it wasn't, was it a church in the in the first one, in Captain America First Avenger, where he, that's where he finds the cube? It kind of taught, because he was talking about how, like, the ancient gods and this and that and blah, blah, yeah. blah, and that's when he, like, and he found the cube there. And it's like, see, like, I feel like, I, f- I like that they're tying this all together with, like, ancient aliens. Because, yeah, that, I mean, obviously we both love ancient aliens. That's kind of why I liked uh, the the Marvel ABC shows, mm. because they did that a lot. Like, Agent Carter did the same thing. Yeah. And uh, that also tied into uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like that, they were talking about how um, how Hydra even began and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And so that was the, like, it's, yeah, they they tied into all that stuff. So I, that's what I always enjoyed and whatnot. And the fact that they're continuing it in the MCU, it's just it's awesome. And plus, like, uh, I don't know if I told you or maybe I was talking to my sister, but like, 
I love like the ancient history and the idea of prehistory and all that stuff. But what I what I really like is like the 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 imagination of it. Mm. And like say what you will about like all these dumb like oh this existed and this existed, but it's like the idea of it. Yeah. And, like of the imagination of yeah. like of Atlantis sounds fucking amazing. Mm. And that's something that I've always, always, always loved to see. Uh, that's honestly why I watch a lot of these YouTube videos because every once in a while you'll find someone who goes out of their way to like animate, you know, like what they think this ancient city mm. could be. Yeah. And it's obviously like, I don't think it's anything like that, but it's cool. <laughs> and, uh, and, I feel like MCU is going to give me that and I'm going to probably going to cream in my pants because it's like two things that shouldn't have gone together that are going together. Yeah. Oh, my God. And and yeah, I mean, this this kind of like it's not that I was it's not that I hated the internals or anything. I I think I was just kind of like, yeah, I'm in. I'm in for it. Like, you don't have to. I really don't care about like what I just yeah. like. I'm gonna watch it either way, um, which I mean makes sense because we're fucking twenty something movies deep into the MCU. Exactly. But when stuff like this happens, it's like, oh shit! Like then it just makes me it makes me way more excited than I ever thought I was gonna be. Mm. I, I, like I probably would have been a fan either way because I was waiting for that that stuff to come either way. But now you're saying like they're just weaving deeper and deeper into this stuff. It's yeah. like. Ah, <sighs> take me now, Marvel. Yeah, um, Kevin Feige described the Eternals as evoking the classic trope of ancient aliens, uh, older civilizations long before ours had made contact with visitors from beyond our solar system. That's literally my life being done. Yeah. So I'm so stoked. Like, yeah, me too. Before, like I said, before it was just a movie that I was waiting to see. Now it's a movie that I legit can't wait to see. Mm. This honestly might be my most anticipated Marvel movie in the foreseeable future. Like, yeah, there's okay. there's Guardians three coming out, but it's like, yeah, okay, that that's probably gonna be good. You know, maybe a new event, Avengers, maybe, yeah, okay, you know, yeah. uh, you know, there's a lot of like good things happening, but this is like, it's, it's so fucking cool. Sony and Marvel Studios are going to do not just one more Spider Man, but I think. Two more, right? They're going to do a, a third installment to Spider-Man, and then they're. I think they're going to have him in another like crossover. Yeah. And I think I think what they'll end up doing is with that crossover one, just kind of kill him off. Well, it's either that or they work out something else where they. I was reading another article where they they might bring the other Spider-Man properties into the MCU so that they can cross that over with the MCU. So then we might get a Venom in the um, MCU and a uh, Morbius, but... So what, what happened? Did they give you any details on the deal exactly? I think, yeah. So what, what ends up happening is that I believe it's like Disney would help with the, the costs for both, and then they would share a bigger percentage on the box office, but to where both of them can like, you know what I mean, can actually like live. And people are complaining because yeah, Spider-Man no. shouldn't go back to the MCU because it was going to be better with him not in the MCU because obviously I I wanted I wanted it so that Spider-Man was just by himself because well by himself aka when Venom comes yeah and, and Morbius and whatever else 
carnage. They're gonna do. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know. Like, to me, it just, it sounds, it just, when you say it out loud, just sounds kind of stupid, where yeah. it's like, how do you not want... kind of, it does sound stupid. How do you not want, like, Spider-Man to interact, not only with, yeah, okay, yeah, he can interact with Venom, I guess, but, like, why wouldn't you want him to interact with these people he's already been interacting with before? Yeah. That's the only, because I think, I don't know if we said it on here, if it was just a conversation... Might have been both, but they just don't fit. Like, Marvel made Spider-Man fit their MCU. Mm. And Sony made their Venom and probably the, the other properties they have like that fit their Sony-verse. Mm. Excluding um, Into the Spider-Verse, that's a, that's a completely different movie, too. It's like trying to fit, like... A grim, dark story and lighthearted stories and a story that's, oh, it's pushing a, a hard PG-13, trying to fit them together into the, the same universe and then giving you something that's very lighthearted and trying to say, oh, they all exist in the same universe. Imagine, imagine if you took Christopher Nolan's Batman and then you put... Um, that guy, I can't remember his name. Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller. You, put, you just threw that flash in there. It's like... Okay, where the fuck did he come from? Yeah. So there's like over like super powered people. Mm. <laughs> where are they? And and like, hey, we're we're dealing with like these live and death situations. Why is he keep cracking jokes? It just doesn't fit. Yeah. Not my, saying that none like not saying one's better, one is it. They just don't fit. Yeah, that's like getting a whole team of like non super powered people to um fight off like a world destroying like Superpower energy. Yeah, it sounds dumb. Like, why would you do that? Yeah, when a Batman or a Superman exists, why would you? That lit- a Superman that literally can fly halfway across the world in a couple of seconds. But you don't explain away why. See, like, I don't get that. I don't get why they, like, people don't go get, like, harsher on them, like, not explaining things. But when Marvel, like, doesn't explain one little thing... Right, like the like the time discrepancy, everybody was like, oh, oh my god, oh my god. Like they were getting all mad. It's like what? Fandoms. Whatever. Anyways. So that's kind of pretty good news that um we'll finally get that. The the long night of <laughs> these past what, two months is over. <laughs> yeah, it's it's something I think everyone really wanted to see anyways. Um, all right, so Kevin Feige, this is more Star Wars news, though, is going to be moving over to Star Wars. So he's going to be helming a couple of, like, Star Wars projects. So, I mean, I feel like that might be kind of good because it is Kevin Feige, and look at what he's done with Marvel. Because that was something that um, one of the producers for Star Wars said is that they kind of went a little too fast, too soon. Too furious. Um, but I feel like he, he has a point, although I don't think he's, I feel like he's right on the point with like solo, but I don't think he's right on the point with like rogue one rogue one was, I think the perfect movie that like we needed solo. I could have seen like maybe a couple of years from now, like, Oh yeah, I guess we could do that. Right. An Obi-Wan movie I think would have worked better. Although the solo movie we got wasn't bad. Yeah. Um, I think it's bad timing. Yeah. Yeah. I think they just. I think the once every other year type of thing. I do, yeah. I do feel like 
this this new trilogy placed Star Wars in a new um, a new era where a lot of fans weren't okay with it being because those fans were diehard quote unquote diehard fans who just wanted to see the original trilogy. Yeah. And this was so, it, like, I know people say, like, oh, well, they're just kind of ripping off old stuff. But it's like, no, because if it was, then you would enjoy it. Mm, it's because it's true. different. It's because that now the lead character is in, you know, some white guy. It's a girl and a black guy. What? Crazy. Yeah, I hate those, both of those. I hate them. <laughs> and uh, that, that honestly hindered a lot of people. I, I fucking wholeheartedly believe that that hindered so many people because when you think about Star Wars fans anyways, I, there's usually like one group of people I think about, uh, that hindered them from really enjoying this this saga where the, like the prequels were, mm-hmm. where I feel like some people enjoyed it and then some people were kind of like, oh, well, so, you know, blah, blah. And then it went from that phase of like, well, they're so dumb. I hate them. To yeah. now, they're like, well, when you actually look at it and like viewing it this God. way, it's it's like really cute to view it like oh, and this episode. It's funny because like, it's like episode. that's what they're doing now with Rogue One, where they're like, yeah, but now when you look back at it, like it actually fit pretty good. Like it's like, yeah, you fucking dumbass. That's why they made it like it wasn't meant to be like a, a like this whole like. It was just meant to connect a story, like yeah. Um, and 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 I think that's honestly was like a big deal for this new saga. I think if I think if they would have got uh like seven, eight, and then took time off to do like a Rogue One, yeah, and then came back to do like a year and a half later, they do Rogue One. And then a year and a half later, they you get you get the ending of episode nine. Yeah. I think a lot of people would have would have bought into that a little bit more. And then, like you said, right after, maybe they don't do another saga. They do the solo movie. They do uh, Knights of the Old Republic part one and two. Yeah, you know they do. I mean, like they can go out and do these separate movies and then bring in another completely different trilogy. Which it's like so. I wonder if Kevin Feige is going to be a, <clears throat> like overseeing uh, like Ryan Johnson's trilogy or I think, the I Game think of the, Thrones guys. I think the idea is him uh, overseeing everything but splitting time between Marvel oh, are they get, still. Are they getting rid of Kathleen Kennedy? Well, remember she moved up. Oh, that's right. That's right. She did move up. So uh, he's just kind of overseeing both. But yeah, see, I, I think that I think that they're I think they're I think it's almost like I know he works hard, but I think it's almost like that this this next phase of Marvel is already set, mm. and there's nothing huge moving forward. It's just adding a little bit of story here and there before the next jump. Which is what um, I think a while back I said that that's how they should do it for um, Phase Four because I think that's what we need. Yeah. We need more of a. Oh, the, these characters are getting introduced, and these get characters. So then, when you get to season or season five, <laughs> phase five, that's when you can build it out again. Where it's like, oh shit, 
Yeah, like, and and plus like the idea of the TV shows too yeah. is adding like just you can it's giving you a chance. I mean, I know it's a lot of content, but it's giving you a chance to breathe where you can watch the internals and yeah, it's going to tie in, but the movie doesn't it doesn't have a Hawkeye in it. <laughs> doesn't have a Hulk in it. It's no. just the Eternals. Yeah. It's going to give you, you know, uh the Thor movie where it's like it's obviously going to be there but it's it's a different type of story yeah you know what i mean so i think that's kind of what they were doing anyways and so uh, it's giving him a little bit breather so he can go over to star wars and be like hey i'm really good at making these (laughs) epic movies and like look at how much i mean you know look at consecutive movies let me see what you got and he can give advice to you know the Game of Thrones people, Rain Johnson. He, you know, he can. He maybe there's someone out there who does want to make like a Knights of Old Republic, and he could be like, "Oh, this is kind of what I think maybe you could do." Or and even, he kind of helps, like he kind of helps, you know, everyone a little bit here and there. Or even with like the TV shows, he could kind of be like, "Hey, we're gonna do this Obi Wan TV show, but like we're also gonna have this movie that kind of ties to it." Him being over there is, I feel like, is for the best. Um. I think especially some of those people that are so upset about Kathleen Kennedy, they'll be like, well, I mean, yeah, I guess like, I like Star, I like uh, Marvel movies, so maybe you could do something with Star Wars. Just like when J.J. Uh, a- Abrams came back and everyone's like, see, he's fixing everything wrong. Even though he said he's not fixing anything from that. He's going to continue straight from that. Well, did you see he posted like, he would have done a, a a few things differently, but just because he would have doesn't mean he's going to. No, no. For for uh, for Last Jedi, he would have done some things. Yeah, but just because he would he would have doesn't mean that he's going to change it to make it that. Mm. <laughs> he's our savior. Oh my god. Thomas your sister she's gone these people they're blasphemers a cult a disease bring her home name thomas richardson i dream of a world in which each waking day we rise equal this island it's our paradise we have an intruder on our land we have to find him They've seen things. Who are you? You shall be cleansed according to the edict of this land. The promise of the divine is but an illusion. God is pain. God is suffering. Beware false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Let us begin.
Apostle is a 2018 period horror film written and directed by Gareth Evans. In 1905, Thomas Richardson, played by Dan Stevens, travels to a remote Walsh Island to rescue his sister, Jennifer, who has been kidnapped and held for ransom by a mysterious cult. Posing as a convert to the cult, Thomas arrives and encounters the leader, Malcolm Howe, played by Michael Sheen, who founded the cult with two other convicts, Frank, played by Paul Higgins, and Quinn, played by Mark Lewis Jones. They claim that the previously barren island was rendered fertile through blood sacrifice. Each member of the cult keeps a jar for regular bloodletting. Thomas also discovers teenagers Jeremy, played by Bill Milner, and Fionn, played by Christine Forseth, son of Frank and daughter of Quinn, respectively, sneaking home after a tryst. He forces Jeremy to admit that Jennifer, who Malcolm is presenting to cult members as a captured spy, was kidnapped for ransom, as the cult does not have the resources to pay for the continuous animal sacrifices needed to maintain the island's fertility. Malcolm suspects an infiltrator among the newcomers and questions them. One of the men attempts to assassinate Malcolm, but Thomas intervenes and is badly wounded during the ordeal. Malcolm promptly has him treated by his daughter, Andrea, played by Lucy Boynton, and promises that his loyalty will be rewarded. The same night, Malcolm parades Jennifer through the village, claiming she is a traitor and will be killed if her co-conspirator does not come forward. Thomas accesses a tunnel underneath Malcolm's house and flees from what appears to be an old woman who chases him. He escapes to a beach cave covered in markings, indicating the presence of a deity on the island. Malcolm visits a barn where the old woman who is, in fact, the island's deity, is imprisoned in tree roots. He reprimands her for appearing to Thomas before feeding her his blood, causing the vegetation imprisoning her to bloom. Andrea finds Thomas in the cave and offers to help him. He tells her that he was a Christian missionary who was persecuted in Peking during the Boxer Rebellion for introducing Christianity to China and has lost his face as a result. She takes him to a shack in a wheat field to hide. Fionn and Jeremy meet in her home where she reveals that she is pregnant and the pair decide to elope. Jeremy briefly leaves and returns to find that Quinn has murdered Fionn in a forced abortion. Jeremy stabs Quinn before fleeing through the field where guards capture and return him. Thomas and Andrea follow back. Quinn frames Jeremy for Fionn's murder and uses a purification ritual to murder him with a hand crank in front of the islanders. When Malcolm and Frank return and challenge him, Quinn calls Malcolm a false prophet and demand that he prove himself by killing Thomas. Frank, enraged by the death of his son, attacks Quinn, allowing Thomas to escape. Frank and Thomas flee through the forest and eventually arrive at the barn where the goddess is being held. Frank enters and is killed by a masked figure, the Grinder, who Thomas witnesses force-feeding Frank's blood to the goddess. Sneaking past the grinder, he finds Jennifer alive, but strung up in a sack. After he releases her, he's knocked unconscious. When he awakes, he finds himself tethered to a meat grinding table by hooks embedded into his hand and legs. Thomas escapes and kills the grinder, but not before the device mangles his hand. Quinn reveals to the captive Jennifer and Andrea that he imprisoned the goddess after he and Malcolm realized her powers. He tells the women that he will repeatedly impregnate them and use their offspring brings as blood sacrifices. Meanwhile, the goddess shows Thomas her history with the cult and begs him to set her free. He grants her wish by emolliating her. 
The rest of the village catches fire and the villagers begin to flee to boats. Thomas tracks down Quinn and his captives. The three of them eventually overpower and kill Quinn, but not for Thomas sustains several stab wounds. He collapses, bidding Jennifer and Andrea farewell as they escape by boat, also asking them to pray for him. His faith restored, Thomas is discovered by an injured Malcolm. The two stare out over the hilltop at the boats departing, both smiling in relief. As Thomas bleeds out on the ground, the vegetation around him begins to grow and infuse itself with Thomas's body, signifying his rebirth as the new guardian of the island. Air Apostle. <laughs> no? Oh. Apostle. Ab- Abercrombie and Fitch? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Apostle. Yeah, Apostle. Uh, it was a movie mm-hmm. that we watched. Correct. So, what did you think of the movie we watched? I I liked it. I it's not I thought it was going to be a little bit like scarier. I mean, I feel like for a lot of people like gore is scary where it's like not really scary. But I can understand where, like, maybe, like, the, the deity could be a little bit, and, like, the, the grinder could be kind of scary, but I thought it was going to be more, like, the void. I thought it was going to be a little bit more, like, the voidish, where it's, like, it's a cult, but, like, there's something with the island. And I, I didn't really think, like, hereditary, I was thinking more like that, just from, like, some of the images and, like, artwork I saw. I was like, oh, maybe it's something like that. But then it it's not, it's more kind of the witch. No, it's more hereditary. Because it's actually real. That's okay. Yeah, you know what? That's true. Yeah, it is more hereditary, uh, or or more midsummer, I guess. I mean, it's, yeah, I feel maybe. like it's it's like a mix between that. I'm not saying it's bad. It's like no, it, I I liked it. I liked it too. It, I'll say this: it's very entertaining. Yeah. Uh, I I almost thought it was gonna be like, oh. you know, sometimes you watch those movies that like The Witch. The Witch is a mm. great movie. Love The Witch, but it's a very slow. It's a very slow movie. Oh and yeah, they, and they give you a little bit here and there, but it's it's not very, it's not very exciting. Uh, but nonetheless, it's just a slow moving movie. Uh, but this, I thought that's what it was gonna be. I, you're you're right. I thought it was kind of be like a witch that was uh, gonna be more towards like. It's just the people on the island. Like, they're just crazy. Mm. It's not... I didn't think there was going to be any type of, like, weirdness. Yeah. I thought it was just going to be, like, them trying to believe... You know, like a cult. Like, a, like exactly like you would imagine, like, a real-life cult. Mm. But then... Um, but then, basically, kind of near the beginning, when he sees the girl go by the window... Yeah, I, I that's when I first thought like, oh, maybe there is something weird. Yeah, and then sure enough, he goes out there and the window's like way, uh, yeah, a good like six plus uh, plus feet high. Yeah, and I was like, oh shit, okay, this is the kind of movie we're getting. Um, which then makes sense too because I was like, I pretty much thought like originally when I was because you know sometimes you watch movies and you just try to figure it out. I thought it was gonna be where he tries to get his sister back. He slowly starts to fall into this cult, yeah. and then he becomes like this new apostle. And they're like, oh, mm. this is what you're waiting for, blah, blah, blah. And then he kind of gets trapped there. I was kind of right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I didn't expect any of that like no. weirdness, like that magicalness that, that happened. 
And uh, I think that was, I only say I think it was like a pleasant surprise. One thing I like too is that for a period, like, and and I feel like a lot of people when they hear period piece, they get like, like when they hear black and white, they're just like, geez, I got to sit through this. But like, this was like, it was, it was pretty good. Like it didn't have any like lull part where there's like, yeah, like, like I said, it was very, it's very entertaining because it never felt like it was dragging. No. It never felt like it was, it was pausing the the movie so it could give you a little bit of uh, of the story. So then it could press press play later on, and you're like, oh, now I understand. Yeah, it it flowed super well. Yeah, and I think yeah, Gareth um, Edwards, right? Gareth Edwards, he did a pretty good job with this, especially like when you. You look at like, basic, oh no, Gareth Evans. Sorry, I'm thinking of a different director. <laughs> Gareth Evans, um, having just done like The Raid and like The Raid Two, so he has a distinct style. This is something completely like different from yeah. that, and it's I, I like when directors do this, where like they give you something one way, and then like you get to see something different from them. Like that's why I can't wait till like Ari Aster does like. Yeah. His uh, musical, because then it would be like, what does he do with it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Because um, there was still there was still a little bit of elements of like how he did a lot of the handheld shots, mm. and there was a lot of the tracking shots oh, that yeah. felt very much like you would imagine the. Or when um, he's like escaping, he like kind of jumps over things and yeah. like, does some of that. Like, uh, but the movie for what it is, I think it was awesome. It. <sighs> It did enough uh, where you were kind of still, even when you kind of saw that this weird magical bullshit was going on, you were still trying to figure out, like, so wait, what? And one thing I actually really enjoyed was the the guy, the dad at the end, the one who killed his daughter. Yeah. How even, even when he had control of, of like, the whole uh, uh, community. Mm-hmm. That he was still like, yeah, fuck that, like, uh, magical witch. Like, yeah. she's not God. You yeah, know? I'm God. Yeah, it, it, like, like just, it kind of just shows, like, arrogance of man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where you literally have this magical being, and you're, and not only do you learn, like, yeah, he kind of, you know, he fucked it up in the beginning, but then also at the end, like, he's still like, fuck this. And it's like, it, it's just crazy, because... We were talking about like maybe this movie is uh, is a visual representation of white people <laughs> in history. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I mean it really I mean it gives you that whole like set like yeah because especially because he was they, branded for like trying well, to bring Christianity well, to China. The story literally starts with these people they almost die mm. and then they get saved mm. and brought to this island yeah and what's the first thing they do they exploit it yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> and then they claim to be the ones who are in charge yeah and they are the ones who are saving you yeah. and it's like and the hypocrisy uh of like the main like bad guy mm. is bar none just like yeah that's why that's that's white people today mm, exactly i mean we hate to we hate to place you know Playing with some of our white uh, listeners, but come on, it's kind of like come on. 
like um, when at the end of the witch, you're like, oh yeah, white people. Yeah. Um, and like you said that, <laughs> what, what, what did that lady say at the end of the witch? Oh yeah, she's like, I can't believe I wasted my money on that. And then I, I'm pretty sure that's why um, certain people we know were a little upset. Like, oh, oh, this this type of movie makes like these people like pe- like white people look bad, and it's like. <laughs> this is this is history. <laughs> exactly. Um, but no, the, the, honestly, like this movie, I didn't know what to expect. No. It was a movie that I've been wanting to watch for a while. Yeah. And then you know you said like let's just pick a scary movie, and that's why I was saying like we should pick something that's like maybe newer, something that you know that we could uh, that's strictly for um, streaming. Because sometimes we find stuff like that, all yeah. you know, and it's just like, God, this is amazing. Or we go back and we're like, damn, how do we miss this? And yeah, I honestly think this is a great movie to put on for Halloween. Yeah, it's it it gives you some creepy vibes. It there's also that that idea of a cult. I don't know. It doesn't go too far where it's like really trying to explore a lot. Like you, they could they could have tried to do a whole thing of like. Who is this witch? What yeah. is where like where did you get her powers from? Like they could have done a lot of crazy shit with it. And I probably would have been okay with it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but the fact that it was very much like, nah, here's this like witch of this island and these people came and they basically fucked it all and, up. And I know this And is then gonna... they were blaming everyone else. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. this is that's why this isn't working. Oh, because we trapped her and now we're paying we're reaping what we sow. Why is it our fault? Is there any color people around here we could blame? There was a black guy, but oh, he wasn't did important we to the see story. Him for the rest of the movie, no. Though? So, so maybe, maybe they, yeah. Hmm. Uh, I know this might put some people off to watching it, but just trust us. Like it, it's a two-hour movie. I know some people complain because oh, I can't sit more than an hour and a half. It's like calm down. Like I like I like when movies don't feel like a long movie. I mean, where you can sit there, like, it, chapter two, didn't feel like a long movie. And it was a long movie. But, I don't know. This movie was pretty good. The the pace of the movie helped it it where where you didn't feel like you were, like I said, it didn't feel like it was, it was um, lacking and, uh, and it was entertaining enough where you, you you felt like you were watching just a regular, you know, hour 40-ish minute movie. It's not that much longer either, which is funny. But they, uh, yeah, some people do have a big problem with that. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Everything kind of it made sense. Like, I don't. I'm trying to think of like, is there anything in the story where I felt like, well, why was that? Or, well, how come? No, this they. Is that? I mean, even from the beginning, they explained like the, the him and his dad have a, a strange relationship. Like the sister thought he was dead. Yeah, that's how. That's how much the dad hated him. But literally, like, because the sister is the one thing that brought them to get back together, and literally he died to save her. And see, a lot of times, I there are certain stories that they do that where, like, Sucker Punch does that, where it makes you think, oh, this one character is the main character, and then they die, and it's like, so this other character is supposed to be the main character the whole time? That's... Stupid, Duh. but this one does it in a, a good way where it's like he his death is like justified. Yeah. It's not just like there to be there. Yeah, and and like the characters all weave within one another. Yeah, like uh, when they showed the the two kids doing it, I was mm. just like, 
cool sex. Yeah. But they, uh, it's like they had sex back then. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Um no, but then uh it, it ties into it ties into the end. Like yeah, it ties it into does. literally everything yeah. kind of like, oh shit, huh. Yeah, that worked out perfect. Th- there isn't anything in the story that doesn't like tie into like the the part with the blood outside the door. At first, I was like, "What does that have to do with anything?" And then you learn it's because um, because the the deity she like she needs blood. Yeah, I don't know. It, it I honestly thought this was a really great movie. Uh, it, this is like another one of those things where just like the ritual, where you're kind of just like, yeah, it's going to be like a foreign kind of Netflix horror film, but. It's shot really well. It's well acted. The story makes a ton of sense. And it's it's enough weird and gore to like tie you into like the horror season. Would you put this up there with one of your favorite cult movies? Not not a cult movie, yeah, but yeah. like a movie about cults. <laughs> uh yeah, maybe. I mean it's not because it's not it's not a the void. It, it's not like the sacrament where that's it's scary because it feels real. <laughs> Uh, but it it is like it's it's magical, like Midsummer. Yeah, I, I think I put it on the same level as Mid Midsummer. Yeah, because um, Midsummer did like crazy things that like I feel like they they did too, but like I think they were a little bit a little bit more crazy. Yeah, it didn't focus too much on being the cult. Mm-mm. It focused more on like what this actual thing was. Which I like. Yeah, I like that they didn't, because that that would have been a like it's, that no, would have like, felt weird. Like, like if, I said in the beginning, I thought it was gonna be kind of like Midsummer, where where the, he gets to this this he gets to this yeah, cult and then and he just and he's end trying ends to do up something being trapped in there. Yeah, and just like a regular cult, they bring him in and he and oh now he's a now he's a higher ranked one. You know what I mean? Especially when they showed like that. The uh, the girl walking by, uh, yeah. in, in the church. I was yeah. like, oh yeah, okay, he's gonna stay, mm-hmm. and technically he did. Technically, <laughs> so, it, I honestly, it's a great movie. Uh, another another hit for um, for Netflix with these mm-hmm. like um, foreign horror movies. Yeah, uh, it's one of those things where uh, when you see a movie like this, and then you see a movie from uh, like years ago. 10, 15, 20 years ago, it's hard to watch those movies because it's like, this movie shot so fucking well. Mm-hmm. And you watch some of those movies back in the day and it's like, it just looks like shit. Yeah. And I, it's it's like, I'm sorry, it, it might be a cool movie, but it, it's getting harder for me to watch a lot of like real classic. I mean, there's always going to be movies I like no matter what, but yeah. it's harder for me to like get into like those shitty B movies when it's like, why? When I have these amazing movies that they just make for streaming sites. It, literally, we just get this for streaming. And it's awesome. Uh, obviously, it's two thumbs up. Go watch it right now. It's on Netflix. Uh, if you have like a, a horror uh, playlist you're trying to get through for Halloween, I, I think you should add this to your list. Yeah. Uh, because this is it's amazing. It's honestly, I think it's amazing for what we got. Good movie. Great, great horror movie. Mm-hmm. Backed hard. Yes. Of all the horror films that you could adapt into a TV show, what horror film would you? Is there any in particular? Because we know that we've seen, like, they, they've done, like, a, 
a Nightmare on Elm Street um, TV show on a Friday the 13th, but I'm pretty sure those had nothing to do with, like, they were more, yeah, they were more anthology. Like, would you go that route with, like, a, would you take a, like, a Scream, even though there was a Scream TV show, but, like, make it an anthology instead? I don't know why this popped into my head, but I think something like, uh, like The Collector. Ooh, yeah. Where it. I, I feel like you could do that kind of, you know, because he's a serial killer. <laughs> mm. And it's, uh, you can do, you know, a, a series or, yeah, maybe like a six-part movie where they're literally trying to find this serial killer. And then you can go on the other side of it where it's like the detectives looking for it. And they're finding these bodies and these, and these um, the, the what are they called? The, um, the, the crates or whatever. We put some in. What was that? For? I don't. I don't know. The big, the big thingy, my jigs. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, they could do something like that. Well, in the same, in the same vein as, um, like they took Creep Show and they made that into a TV show just recently. I was thinking, like, what about like a VHS? If they decided to make that into like a, um, like into like a TV show, so each episode of VHS would be another tape. Like maybe it's like <clears throat> a house that they find again, right? This would be just a new story. Like maybe some some kids break into a house and they find all these tapes. And they're like, "What's a VHS?" And like, I don't know, but what's that machine right there? I I think it's called a V. In the background. Oh, real funny. <laughs> it's called a VCR. No, that doesn't sound right. Why isn't it called a VHS player? And then they put in the tape, and then like each episode is another tape. Especially because like there's three movies. And then if you did like a TV show for it, like, and it can maybe tie into like the great, like the, like, the expanded story of it, of like, and you can go kind of off of like VHS viral, how it was like going viral everywhere too. Yeah, that's true. I think I want like like something like something that would bring you on an adventure. Okay. Uh, I think that's kind of why I like I like the collector. Mm. Something like, um, oh, you know, it'd be cool is if. They did something like remember I told you there's that movie uh Summer of eighty four? Yeah. Well, it ends with I mean, spoiler alert, I guess. Kinda. Go ahead, spoiler alert. It ends I guess he gets away. The serial killer? Yeah. I think he I think he gets away. They do that thing where they trick you where I think it's gonna end and uh-huh. it continues. I think he gets away. But it'd be cool to do something like that where they, you know, it's like a few, it's like years later and it's like the summer of 94 and like 10 years later they talk about it and, you know, it's like, it's like a new group of kids and stuff like that. And then the killings start happening again and someone's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Cause just like in real life where these serial killers, they, they go years sometimes without killing, mm. then go again. Yeah, that's true. And then, you know. Maybe maybe something like that. I think something like a little bit more of a venture would be kind of cool because mm. you could do like like if you like watch that movie and then imagine that movie if it was if it was ten episodes long. Okay. And it was them finally constantly finding the stuff and whatever, something like that. I think it'd be cool. Okay. I think um, stuff that like expands on like the different that, universes. That's what I was trying to think of because I was like, well, what's one that like would be a pretty good one to like expand? I was thinking, well, who else has done something kind of crazy and cool like that? And the Endless. 
You know the what? That actually would be that would be a good one. Ima- like imagine if they did a, a a mini series where they know it. Just like we have, just like we literally have uh, uh, Superstition Mountain, mm. where we have all of these stories. I, I would watch that in a heartbeat if they if they said they were getting a TV show. I'd like, be like, ima- hell yeah! You know what'd be really cool is if the TV show just plays like it's these kids that are trying to like go on this adventure, but. Like there's a there's like one kid in there or two or three kids in there. They're like, I heard there's a lot of like bad stuff that happens there. And then they're like, no, whatever. And it's like, like no, but like you know, even like the Native Americans on there, they're kind of like like they don't like people on their land, and they you know they have all these ancient stories and and whatever. And then you have some people that are like, oh, remember there is that cult that's like there or something or was there or something like that and. And you could do things where it's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, it's crazy because, like, there's people that go missing there, like, every other year or something. like Just like like Superstition Mountain, like a real legit mountain we have here in Arizona. And then the thing was, didn't they show in in that that there was other pockets? Yeah. And you could see because you could could totally explore. And maybe there's also maybe um, in this there's a group of, like, people who are, like, who explore those type of things, like. They run into those people, and it's like, no, you guys got to get out of here. Like they're the ones who kind of explained it to yeah. them. Like, like some, like I said, something that's like a little bit that'd be kind of cool. I a little like bit that. more like action adventure, but still weird and sci-fi. I think that'd be kind of cool, especially because those movies are so good. Yeah, and the fact that they already tied in two movies, why not tie a TV show? Yeah, I, I could see that. I don't know. I feel like something like that could be cool. And if like let's say if this wasn't just a one-time thing, yeah, you could go on and say like. The crazy part about this is this stuff like this happens everywhere. And then you can build like a like a strange universe. That'd be pretty cool. I, I think I, I kinda like instead of just taking a a Friday the thirteenth movie and doing like an origin story. I think that's why they did what they did with the T V show, right? Because they were like, This isn't gonna work as a TV show. Yeah. Like it's it would work better as an anthology. Yeah. I think um like kind of Taking taking the source material maybe and changing it a little bit. Mm-hmm. There might be some. There might be some that would fall in line with the movies, um, but I'm trying to think like what would be one that would like be like perfect where you just take them like basically like 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 imagine the collector or something right. Uh, imagine you were to reboot it and the the. The TV show is literally him doing these murders, and they're trying to find, you know, they're trying to find him. Um, I mean, that's already something that, especially now with, like, true crime, having this, like, new uh, expanse into, uh, you know, uh, popular um, entertainment now. Yeah, like with Mindhunters and all that. Yeah, I feel like stuff like that could could happen. Um, I think there are a lot of horror films that, People just like they kind of are like, oh, this that was pretty good, but they kind of write it off, and then it's like, but that could be ripe for like a good like story if you kind of like took it out. Yeah, I, I would like to see like a like a Hellraiser <laughs> That's exactly TV what I was show because that that because I know the movies are not that like some of the movies aren't that great, but if you just look at like the first two and you just look at like that and what it's what it's like about, yeah. like if you just expanded on that, like I was gonna say. uh I believe a few years ago, if not maybe a year or two ago, 
they were talking about bringing that back, but exploring the um, their dimension. Yeah, which that would be so awesome because they they started touching on it in the second one, where they go into the like the what's it called the Leviathan or whatever. Yeah, like that would be awesome. Imagine, like, see, yeah, imagine you had a fucking whole story about that. That That'd would be, be awesome. Um, There's a I think I think if we really sat down and try to think about this. We'd come up with uh, better answers, and maybe we will. Like you know, in the future, maybe it should be like, you know, maybe next year we'll try to do like something like this. But until then, guys, we'll just say thank you so much for listening. Oh yeah, thank you guys. Um, please make sure you follow us on any of your streaming sites you listen to us on. Mm. Uh, rate and review us. Yeah, rate and review if you can. Um, make sure you follow our Instagram, our Twitter, intb underscore podcast that's twitter instagram uh gmail email us directly at intb podcast at gmail.com mainly because like i said we're, we're doing a giveaway you know this month and th- like i said the, the giveaway is going to be at the end of the month but we're doing it every week you can you can gain points yes so, so uh, and then remember guys so for the email if you want to email us um, your favorite movies to watch for Halloween. Yeah, that's this week's uh, question, answer, type of whatever thingy. What a, Dom's Dom's uh, <laughs> power trip question of the, <laughs> of the week. You tell me your movies. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, like I said, email us that. Um, get a point. Email us what you think about... Uh, any TV shows turning into movies or movies turning into TV shows. Or maybe you want to just talk about uh, Apostle because you watched it just like us and no one really talked about it and you thought it's pretty fucking cool. Or maybe you hate Kevin Feige and you want to tell us why we're wrong. Uh, let us know. Yeah, you know, just tell us why we're wrong about everything. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> and like I said, uh, the the giveaway, we'll post the... Uh, We'll post a little flyer, post information. Um, if you, you have know, more questions, it, yeah, make it, make it, try to make it easier to understand. If you, but if you do have questions, you can reach out to us at any time on Instagram, uh, Twitter, or Gmail, and just say like, "Hey, I need more clarification on this." Yeah. And uh, if you, you know, if you want to do like a easy points, whatever, like I said, have have people. Uh, uh, follow us um, on Instagram, Twitter. Have them tell you that you sent us, and then that's extra points for you. Yeah. Even if you have three friends, that's six points right there for you. If you go onto iTunes and you're listening to us, go down, scroll down to the bottom, go to the rate and review. Just rate us. Um, you can leave a review. We're not going to get upset. Like we're not going to be mad if you guys say one. And yeah, if you're like. This is the most chilled suck. Uh, I'm just getting, I'm here to get my points. I'm 100% fine with that. Yeah, me too. But yeah, well, like I said, we'll make posts about it, have our stuff there. You can check it out. Um, but until then, guys, remember it's not that bad. It's not that bad.